and welcome back to another episode of the Impact Play, impacting more than just gaming. We are your weekly source for the latest news, updates, discussions, and debates that branches out to beyond than just gaming. We are not only blurring the lines between gaming, tech, entertainment, sports, and even music. We are amplifying voices from those perspective fields and having those stories told here on the Impact Play. Join us as we record the show live over at Twitch.tv backslash Play, and by clicking on that notification bell so you will be notified when we do go live or later on YouTube or even on your favorite podcast platform. Just simply search for The Impact Play. However you consume your content, wherever you consume it, we are there. Join us on Patreon or Server Recruits and above. Get the show ad-free. Go to Recruits and above. Have exclusive access to not only the post-show, but they can even call in to be a part of the launch experience, plus early access to our VODs and so much more. Become a, Learn more and become a Patreon supporter today at patreon.com backslash the Impact Play. And speaking of ads, this episode of the Impact Play is sponsored by Anchor. I'm Michelle Was Mohammed, otherwise known as It's Yagu. This is episode 135. On the agenda. Sorry, before we get into that, we are an Epic partner. So with every purchase you make within the Epic ecosystem, when you use our creator code, the Impact Play, we do get a commission that will help support and further elevate the show and take us to more heights and no extra cost to you. Again, use the creator code, the Impact Play. It is 9K sensitive and it's used whenever you buy any Fortnite skins, any V-Bucks, and the latest car in Rocket League and what have you. Just using our, simply using our credit code, the Impact Play, will... Well, it's just one of the many ways you can go out and support the Impact Play and no extra cost to you. So, on the agenda, we have new content that is coming to Fortnite. Rocket League's Neon Lights. Twitter launches NFT profile pictures. Warner Music Group inks a partnership deal with a digital collectibles platform. Both Instagram and TikTok are reportedly testing paid subscriptions. Samsung's Next Galaxy. New set photos from Marvel's Secrets Invasions. Mission Impossible has been delayed. The Sundance Film Festival is happening now. A Godzilla TV series is in development. The NFL Divisional Round. USC 2070. The NCAA is being revamped. Betty White's final message. Kanye West, DJ Khaled, and Jordan? Plus the top stories of the week. So welcome to our very first segment of the show. Where we discuss what we have been playing, what we have been enjoying, essentially, what we have been up to. So, let's get into it, and let's start. Let me adjust this real quick, it's been getting, it's been bugging me lately. Okay, I'm good. Okay, so, uh, literally, I've been playing a little bit of Rocket League. Rocket League Sideswipe, I've been getting more into that lately, which I've, I'm literally just having a blast with it. Pokemon Go, I will double with it every now and then, but uh, hopefully tonight's stream, I will play some Destiny 2, some Rocket League, maybe even some Forza, and maybe we'll, we might even double into some Fortnite as well. So, what you have been on in, game, in gaming, uh, in gaming, uh, I've watched the latest episode of Baba Fat. Uh, I, for this story, I believe like it's getting better, but I just need, you know, more of, I, I like that flashback would give us, it gives us more of a backstory in regards to Papa Fett, in regards to the other characters as well. But, uh, yeah, that's about it. The Witcher 2, I've hopped off, I've hopped off of it. I don't feel, uh, like with season 2 of The Witcher, I feel like it's not getting my, my interest as the first season did. Like, I've just hopped off of it completely. Like, I haven't been on it in a while. Uh, nonetheless, let's see. What else are we having up to here? Hmm. It looks like that's it. I haven't been in the movies in a while. I'm planning on going to the movies sometime in February. Once everything, you know, cools down, the theater-wise, with Spider-Man and what have you. That's the first movie I'm planning on seeing in theaters. But nonetheless, uh, that's all we have for you. Uh, we're going to hop into the news, folks, and we're going to start with your gaming play. Fortnite, Fortnite, Fortnite. So Fortnite is introducing a Sandwave series. This is coming from Epic Games. 
So October 2021, we saw the kickoff, and now it's going to continue where it's going to highlight uh, musical artists around the world. So the next one that uh, happened, uh, tw- the January 21st, was French Melian singer Aya Nakamura. And it's, and it's exciting that they're getting back into this as well, highlighting uh, uh, global artists. But nonetheless, we're going to have to do some more epic news as well. And this one's Bracket League. This is coming straight from Bracket League as well. Neon Lights. So, cars have always been the main event in Rack League, but a strong second is the game's music legacy, which I definitely agree as well. I love the music in the game. To celebrate our ever-evolving soundtrack, we're introducing a new in-game event called the Neon Lights that includes exciting challenges, golden moons, a chaotic LTM, and unlockable items featuring the immortal space princess Grimes. In collaboration with Grimes' upcoming space opera, a super intelligent deep space AI will begin transmitting challenges directly into your life sim, allowing you to unlock Grime-themed items if our calculations are correct. They, have, they should arrive on Earth January 26th, so in three days from now. Yes, I'm definitely hyped for this as well. But nonetheless, we want to keep moving on. We have a new version of an Xbox Series S, which I'm going to showcase you guys in a moment let's read this first this coming from GameSpot Microsoft is celebrating the lunar year and the year of the Tiger with a special edition Xbox Series S and Magic Controller the specially designed items aren't going on sale publicly but fans are can enter a sweepstakes for a chance to win them the console controller designs were created by Chinese cartoonist cartoon artist Bo Irma the design shows a tiger with a modern twist, featuring red and gold accents. The custom design represents well-being and fortune, offering goodwill towards all gamers, Microsoft said. A total of 15 consoles and controllers were made. You can retweet the tweet that I'm going to show, uh, show you guys in chat as well. Just give me a moment. The controller, the console definitely looks nice. I like the, the console looks more, and the, and the controller definitely complements the design. And nonetheless, I'm gonna copy this and give you guys an opportunity to enter. Well, let's keep moving on, keep moving on. Alright, we're done with that. And now we're gonna keep moving on. We have a new story trailer for For Forza I'm sorry, not Forza. Horizon Forbidden West's new story trailer. Of course we're not gonna go into spoilers, but yeah, if you guys are interested in watching this, you can watch it on the PlayStation's uh, YouTube channel as well. But we're gonna do a, a reaction to this as well. If you guys are interested in checking that out later on. And now into some more Fortnite stuff as well. We have Vi from League of Legends and Arcane. She's out available now. And next we have Clint Barton and Kate Bishop. Are in Fortnite as well. So Fortnite is doing such amazing stuff. And speaking of Fortnite... The Tilted Towers are back. Alright. So next we have some free upgrades for Dying Light 2. For both the PS5 and Xbox Series consoles as well. 
So after multiple delays, Dying Light will arrive on February 4th. If you haven't had a chance to purchase a Play PS5 or Xbox Series X or S yet, developer Ted Techland is making the decision of whether to buy the game now or later easy. In an announcement spotted by Eurogamer. And this is... Uh, this, report, this report is coming from Endgadget. The studio shared this week it will provide free current generation upgrades to those who buy Dying Light 2 on PS4 or the Xbox One. See, that's great on them as well. So we're done with gaming. We're going to move on to tech, folks. So here's a report coming from RotaVR.com. Apple's upcoming VR headset has re- reportedly slated to it was reportedly slated to arrive sometime this year. However, according to a new uh, report coming from Bloomberg, those launch plans have been delayed by a few months, following uh, that we even see a potential delay to 2023. According to the report, Apple's VR headset was originally set to get its big reveal at Apple's World Developer Conference this June. It would be so. Uh, subsequently released sometime later in 2022. But of course, COVID, manufacturing issues, shipping delays, and what have you, this is not not surprising at all. Next, we're going to move on to NFTs, folks. And the first one up is Twitter. It's coming straight from TechCrunch. Twitter announced a new feature that will allow users to shop to show off their NFTs a way to, to, uh, to certify digital assets stored on the blockchain. The company is rolling out NFT profile pictures to Twitter Blue subscribers on iOS by way of Twitter Blue's early access lab feature. Support for Twitter's NFT product will later roll out to injured users and the web. However, what However, while only iOS users will have the ability to set their NFT as their profile picture, everyone on Twitter will be able to see the new hexa-shaped pro, uh, picture no matter what platform they're using, Twitter says. The Twitter Blue subscription is not yet globally available, which will limit the adoption of NFT profile pictures to the early markets where the offering is now live. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely an interesting feature. But yeah, we'll see what, ha- what comes of this. It'll be if it'll be available to future to all users or even um, partnership with more platforms as well. So it's saying at launch Coinbase Wallet, Rainbow, MetaMax, uh, Ledger Live, Argent, and Trust Wallet are supported. And they're saying that JPEG, PNG, NFTs minted on the Ethereum. ERC-721 or ERC-1155 tokens can be used as NFT profile pictures. Yeah, but this is not going to be the end of uh, this NFT cycle that's going on now. But yeah, moving on. It's coming from digitalmusicnews.com. New York City headquartered Warner Music announced the deal which marks Los Angeles-based Black Party's first major label partnership via a formal release this morning as part of the the newly finalized pact WMG artists including David Goetta and Kenny Jesney will have access to cutting-edge Web3 technology in the world of NFTs, according to the involved companies. Said access is specifically set to afford to afford these WMG signed acts the chance to utilize Black Party's decentralized exchange, a community-focused trading platform that allows collectors to swap digital assets in a way that hasn't existed until now. One of music Finland's Stig is poised to release a new series of NFTs under the WMG Black Party Union, focusing on tokens that capture this iconic, that captures iconic mustache and array of trendy five panel caps, a nod to wearables found in the metaverse and is and his ambitions to participate within it. But yeah. 
So this is just a long line of partnerships regarding regarding the other major uh, labels. Sony Music last month rolled out a collaboration of Baby Shark NFTs, while November saw Universal Music establish Kingship, a band consisting of four characters from the Board Yacht Club NFT project. And moving on. Instagram and TikTok are both testing subscription for influencers' feeds. This is coming from IGN. Instagram and TikTok are reportedly both testing subscription-based services for their influencers' feeds. While Instagram announced yesterday in a blog post that it was beginning to test the idea of subscriptions with a small number of creators, reports from the information suggest that TikTok may be, well, may be doing the same. According to the report, a spokesperson told the outlet that TikTok is testing the idea of allowing its creators to charge subscriptions for their content, although declined to elaborate further on what these tests entail. So, so for in regards to Instagram subscription benefits, you know, here it's listed here. Subscription lives. Creators can broadcast exclusive lives to the subscribers, allowing them to engage with them more deeply. Subscriber stories. Creators can create stories for their subscribers, allowing them to share exclusive content and to use and talk to story stickers with their most engaged followers. Subscriber badges. Creators will see a subscriber badge next to comments and messages so they can easily identify their subs. So according to Instagram, the feature will only be available for a limited number of U.S. creators during its initial test through the social media platform and has also stated that it has plans to expand the service to more creators over the coming months. But what I'm taking from this is it's not a way to put subscriber-exclusive content like how Patreon is. It's just a way... Well, I feel like something was wrong, but something was different. But it's just a way for creators to earn more income. That's it. If you guys are interested, it's like the way YouTube is or the way... Uh, What's that other one? Twitch is as well, where you can sub, and then you get more features. That's all it is. It's not a way to uh, lock some content away from for subs. Well, th- that's a way of doing it because that's what subs are for. But again, just uh, just more support for these creators in general. That's it. I don't know why. And I saw on social that a lot of people were frustrated. Oh, I gotta pay now to see people dancing. You don't have to if you don't want to. What's, what, you, what you're seeing now is not going to change. But if you want to support that specific creator that you enjoy, you can. Plain and simple. Like, you don't have to cho- you don't have to support this feature. And all of, all of this is a test. It's not like it's out now and you guys are complaining. Even if it's out now, you don't have to use that feature at all. Like, YouTube introduced subs as well. You don't have to use that. To, you can use it to support creators, but that's it. You don't have to use it if you, if you choose not to. Just, you just don't complain about a feature that you don't have to use it's not being forced on you all right google is also building an ar headset this is coming over from the verge meta may be the largest company building ar and vr hardware microsoft microsoft hololens i was working on something too but don't count out google just yet the search giant has recently begun ramping up work on an AR headset, internally coordinating Project Iris that hopes to ship in 2024, according to two people familiar with the project, who requested an anonymity to speak without the company's permission. Like forthcoming headsets from Meta and Apple, Google's device uses outward-facing cameras to blend computer excuse me, graphics with a video feed of the real world, creating a more immersive mixed reality experience than existing AR headsets from the likes of Snap and Magic League. Early prototypes are being, de- are being developed at a facility in the San Francisco Bay Area, resembling a pair of ski goggles that don't require a tethered connection to an external power source. Google's headset is still in early development, like, duh, without a clearly defined go-to-market strategy, which indicates that 2024 target year may be more than aspiration than set in stone. But, of course, it's not surprising. It literally just started, so don't expect that any official announcement uh, as of yet. Want to pre-order Samsung's next Galaxy phone? 
you probably can. It's coming from The Verge. For the launch of Samsung's next flagship smartphones, the Galaxy S22, S22 Plus, and S22 Ultra. We think the Korean electronic giant once again lets you signal your intent to buy its phones before they even launch, before they're even announced, much less go on sale. But you could like put your email in, email in now, or well, if you're interested, you just get an email, and then you know, it's the same thing as everything, essentially. So it looks like it's going to be announced sometime next month. But that's all we got for you. For get the new galaxies. And Intel plans a $20 billion factory in Ohio to accelerate domestic chip manufacturing. It's coming over from Gizmodo. The plant, built as the single largest private sector investment in Ohio's history, expected to create 3,000 jobs based on the company's projected, not including at least 7,000 temporary construction jobs. Construction on the facility is scheduled to begin in late 2022. The production coming online around 2025. Intel is building the first two plans as just the beginning of a much larger project on the roughly 1,000 acres the company has acquired in Lincoln County. Intel has also pledged $100 million in education funds for the region in in an effort to create the workplace needed for for the chip-making facility. And we're done with tech, folks. Now, we're going to move on to... Uh, where are you? Entertainment. Uh, where are you? What well, do? All right. We have a new animated series for the voice. Against an, we have a release date and a teaser. Coming March 4th. All right, and we have a King of the Hill revival has been announced by the series creators. Greg Daniels and Mike Judge under their new animation company, Bandera Entertainment. We have a new trailer for Moon Knight, and we also have a reaction video that is up now on our YouTube channel, youtube.com backslash the Empire Play, and you could also... See our hyped live reaction. <laughs> Do it as well. A, Gonz- a Godzilla TV series is in development at Apple TV Plus. According to Deadline, this landmark deal was, will bring legendary pre-existing franchise to Apple TV+. Plus. The entire series will follow one family's journey through a world where titans exist and they'll come to discover their secret ties to Monarch along the way. At this point, there's no word on whether existing characters in the Godzilla films will carry into the show, but we know for sure the king of the monsters will show up. They can come book for that. We also have a new trailer for Pokemon Legends. And I know anime special as well. We're not going to showcase this because of spoiler content, but yeah. Mission Impossible 7 and 8 have been delayed until 2023 and 2024, respectively. Mission Impossible 7 will now open on July 14, 2023. And the 8th 8th Mission Impossible will open on June 28, 2024. I was originally confirmed by the Hollywood Reporter. Thank you, comicbook.com, for that as well. Marvel's Secret Invasion, we have some set photos for you guys as well to share. Originally reported from Screen Rant. Any day now. Okay, it's fine. It is what it is. So let's go back. (sighs) 
Where are you? Here we go. Okay, now we're gonna full screen it and show you guys this in a second. All right, now we're gone. That's a set photo. Well, set photos, I should say. So we got for you. Yeah. Secret Invasion is a six episode series being directed by Thomas Pazucha and Ali S Ali Salim. The cast of Secret Invasion also includes Kingsley, Ben Adir. Olivia Coleman, Emilia Clark, Killian Scott, Christopher McDonald, and Carmen Ajojo. It's filming began in London back in September of 2021. While filming is expected in other European locations, it's clear that they've made use of the country to replicate areas that the crew wouldn't be able to access otherwise. I'm definitely excited for this as well. All right. The Grammy oh, 2023 Awards are leaving LA for a rescheduled ceremony. This is coming over from Los, the LA Times. The 64th Grammy Awards will take place April 3rd at MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas. The Recording Academy, which represents music's most prestigious awards show, revealed a new date and location in a message sent Tuesday to Academy members. You know, two weeks after it said the show, uh, should not go on as planned on January 20 to 31st in LA due to the rapid spread of Omicron. But we'll see. The Sundance Film 2020, the Sundance Film Festival is happening now. And it's deemed to welcome moviegoers back to the streets of Park City, Utah for another week long binge of the of the best and brightest in the independent film industry but on january 5th we did this already uh made festival organizations made the difficult decision to go virtual for the second year in a row a direct response to the rising covid 19 cases fueled by the omicron variant variant as well so the 10 day event will now play out online between the 20th and the 30th of january So we have uh, some nice offerings, including Lena Dunman's first feature film in over a decade, new documentaries featuring Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and, and Evan Rachel Wood in a TV show that wrestles with the legacy of Bill Cosby. Thank you, Yahoo, for that. So apparently Star Wars Bad Patch Season 2 will reportedly release this spring. Thank you, Screener, for that as well. And Netflix and Ardman are working together again on two additional films, including a new Wallace and Gromit movie and a sequel to Chicken Run. Coming over from GameSpot. The Wallace and Gromit film is being directed by Nick Park and the creator of Wallace and Gromit. And it's scheduled for release in 2024. The Chicken Run sequel is called Chicken Run, Don't Have the Naked, and it's slated to debut in 2023. We're done with entertainment. Now we're going to move on to sports, folks. And we have some... Controversial NCAA uh, news that is going on with the NCAA. So this, was, this first article is coming from the ESPN. Penn Athletics 
said in a statement on Thursday, said that I would work with NCAA in support of swimming. Leah Thomas, regarding her participation at the 2022 NCAA Swimming and Diving Championships in Atlanta in March. Thomas, a transgender woman, has posted some of the nation's best times in the world women's 200-yard, 500-yard, and 1650-yard freestyle event. She has qualified for the NCAA Swimming and the and dividing championships in all three individual events. Penn Athletics is aware of the NCAA's new trans- transgender participation policy. The statement said, In support of our student-athlete, Leah Thomas, we will work with NCAA regarding her participation under the newly adopted standards for the 2022 NCAA Swimming and Diving Championship. On Wednesday, the NCAA released a new policy in which in, in which eligibility requirements for transgender athletes will be determined by each sport's national governing body. The requirements go into effect immediately and replace the previous policy adopted back in 2010 that was a union form hormone therapy requiring across all sports. All right. The next one's coming over from Sports Illustrated. Oh, well. NCAA member schools voted to rectify a new paradigm constitution Thursday, paving the way for a decentralized approach to governing college sports that will hand more power to schools and conferences. The vote was overwhelmingly in favor, 801 to 195, and was the main order of business at NCAA's annual convention. NCAA President Mark Emmert said in his and his state of college sports addressed the new constitution with more of a declaration of independence that will allow each of the association's three divisions to govern itself. The new, constitution, the new constitution is 18 and a half pages down from 43 and mostly lays out guiding principles and, and core, value, core values for the NCAA. But yeah. A lot of things are are changing. Joe Schuwen last week was the first of nine candidates to interview for the Giants general manager position. And this week is the last man standing. The Giants announced that Schuwen will head their football operations. He has spent the last five seasons as Buffalo Bills assistant, as assistant general manager. We are pleased and proud to announce Joe as a general manager, said Giants president John Mara. Through our, through our search... Joe impresses us with his ability to communicate a comprehensive and progressive vision to our team. This is going to share over from the Giants.com. UFC 2070. We have the highlights for last night's crazy event. When the UFC 2070 main event between heavyweight champion Francis Nangano and Inter an interim champ, Sorrell Gain, was made official. It's unlikely anyone expected an Angano win to come on the strengths of his wrestling and jiu-jitsu. That's exactly, that's exactly how the fight played out on Saturday night. However, with Nangano surviving some, some rough early rounds before leading on an unlikely combination of takedowns and ground control to pull away and take a unanimous decision, victory inside the Honda Center in Anaheim, California. But that's the main event for you. Thank you, CBS Sports, for that. And now the NFL playoff picks for 2022. Two games down, two to go. The NFL's divisional round kicked off with unpredictability, and the stage is set for two more theoretics. And Saturday, and Saturday's slate, both underdogs took care of business. The Cincinnati Bengals surprised the Tennessee Titans 19-6, and the San Francisco 49ers stunned the Green Bay Packers 13-10. The trend sent, seemed to be lower seem to be lower scoring, tight, tightly contested matchups, but Sunday should shake out differently.
But yeah, we're not going to go into the specifics, but you guys are used to checking this article out from the Bleach Report. I'm going to show it in chat for you for you all. If you guys haven't already, watch the, watch the game. And lastly, we have a new footwear partner for the UFC. This is going to come over from Hypebeast. UFC, the global... Mark, the global martial arts organization on Friday announced that Dwayne Johnson's motivational part performance brand Project Rock has been named its official footwear partner. As part of the multi-year partnership, all UFC athletes will receive Project Rock footwear and their UFC fight kits, which are meant to for use during all official U, UFC fight week activities, including open workouts, ceremonial, and official weigh-ins. According to the organization, additionally, Project Rock footwear will be worn in the locker rooms on on fight nights and during athletes' workouts to the renowned octagon. Athletes will receive the brand's Project Rock BSR training shoes and Project Rock slides. Additionally, in the summer, athletes will receive limited edition Project Rock UFC co-branded BRS2 training shoes. All right, we're done with sports, folks. We're going to move on to music. And you know what? You never know what is to be expected when it comes to Kanye West. Shortly after, Marcus Jordan, the son of NBA legend Michael Jordan, made a comment on Instagram saying he wants to set up a meeting with his father, DJ Khaled, and the creative genius he took to social media to, strangely enough, post an image of the Jordan brand logo along with a cryptic caption of the double eyes emoji. This immediately set a jolt through the senior community as the initial speculations here was that Ye, otherwise known, as, otherwise known as Kanye West, was hinting a potential collaboration with the Jordan brand due to the fact that West's loyalty resides with the Adidas family. It's more than likely that this is simply one of his oft-set internet trolls. DJ Khaled, one of Jordan brand's coveted VIPs, has spotted in the studio cooking up some new music with Ye. And there's definitely a possibility that the topics of sneaker and collaboration product is voiced over in their conversations. And also, Digicala did gift uh, Yee his uh, 100 limited edition Jordan uh, 3 collab shoe. Let me get that for you guys in a second so you guys can check that. I didn't know that he came with his own shoe. Let me see. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, here it is. Let me look it up. I'm not finding it here. Hmm, here's an article I saw. That's what got on. I don't see it here though. Yeah, I found that article before, but I just didn't think anything of it. Oh, it's one on Twitter. Hold on.
I need a picture of the shoe. All I need. There we go. That works. I got it from Goat. <laughs> okay, now I'm going to showcase this to you guys as well. Oh, wait, wrong one. That's a shoe. It's not bad. And, and, and this was a while ago. This is the shoe. It's not bad at all. This is oh, this is a couple years ago. This is before I got into sneakers. That's why <laughs> that makes sense. I wonder why I haven't heard of these. But yeah, these aren't bad at all. All right. Sorry, that took a lot longer than expected, folks. For generations, the family. Okay. Yeah. Betty White recorded a special message to her fans that was supposed to be shared as part of her 100th birthday celebration on Monday, January 17th. The legendary actress had just, was just a few weeks shy of the continental celebration when she passed away on New Year's Eve at age 99. White's final video message. We're going to play. Let me see if we could play it here, folks. Give me a second. Okay, we're going to play it here, and this is going to go over from iHeartRadio.com, and this is straight from her YouTube channel, I, I believe. No, her Facebook page. Oops, why do I keep doing that? Okay, let me hear this with you guys as well. Something's off. Let's see something. Seven. On mute. Okay. And now, let's go. I just want to thank you all for your love and support over the years. Thank you so much. And stick around. That's it. Well, yeah, that's her final message, folks. That was supposed to be initially shared on her 100th uh, birthday celebration. But yeah. Let's leave this on, it's fine. We have some new music from Christina Aguilera. La Fuerza. Fuerza. Young Boys Never Broke Again. He released a new uh, LP. Charlie Puth uh, released his Light Switch single. Uh, Walker Hayes released a new album, Country Stuff. Gaylor released a new signal, You're Just Horny. Ayan Dior released On to Better Things. Lana Del Rey released Watercolor Eyes. And that's all we have for you. Thank you, Billboard, for that. This is all coming from Billboard, except for this last one that we're going to discuss later on. CD sales are up for the first time in 17 years, thanks to Adele, BTS, and Taylor Swift. Which I'm surprised to hear, but yeah, that's that's a tremendous feat. Alright, so the Baja 
Beach Fest is joining the Museum of Mexico this summer. The Rosarito Festival welcome headliners Mal- Maluma and Maluma Anol Double A Faruco and w- Wisin E Yadel. The festival will also feature a headlining performance from Sinolan Heroes Banda MS. The festival is slated to run two weekends in a row, from August 12th to 14th and August 19th to 21st, for three days each. Each weekend will get a closeout with a headlining set from Daddy Yankee, who recently suggested on social media he would be heading out on his last world tour this year. All right. And now, lastly... There's, this was coming from Sports Illustrated, by the, by the way. There's been plenty of an excitement for this year's Super Bowl halftime show since it was announced back in September. On Thursday, a new trailer for the f- f- performances by Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Bly, and Kendrick Lamar has set the hype to a new level. So Pepsi also released a new video titled The Call featuring the five music superstars who will perform at SoFi Stadium on February 13th. We're not going to showcase it here due to copyrights and all that stuff. But if you guys are interested, we're going to do a reaction to this video as well. And you can check this out later on. And I'll definitely share that you're off with you guys as, as well in chat. Uh, now, let me just... I think that's all we the news we have for you folks. Well, let me check Twitter. See if we, any, we have any last-minute news or anything that we may, may have missed. Let's Okay. It looks like that workers Activision Blizzards Raven Software ended the strike following a new a union push. Let me get it, let me read into that. I think that's yeah, but let me see. Let me look into this Activision Blizzard thing. Having announced pl- plans recently to form the first labor union within a North American AAA game developer, workers at Raven Software are ending their week-long strike action against publisher Activision Blizzard. Pending the recognition of our union, the Raven QA strike has ended. Activision Blizzard uh, worker advocacy group A Better ABK said on Slider in a tweet, spotted by Eurogamer. And this is by Engadget, by the way. Unused strike funds are being forced for future organization strike efforts. The strike began back in December when 60 employees and contractors within Raven Software Quality Assurance Department walked off the job to protest the studio's decision to lay off 12 of their co-workers. So on Friday, 34 workers who said they plan to unionize within the company's Workers of Association, uh, Workers of America, asked Activision Blizzard to recognize their group, the Gaming, the Game Workers Alliance. Voluntarily, the company has until January 25th to respond to the workers. Activision Blizzard is carefully reviewing the request for recognition. Da, 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 da. So if the company fails to respond to the group, it will file for a union elec- election through the National Relations Board since the 
since the collective has a super majority of votes with 70% of the 34 person unit units supporting the action, they can form a union without the voluntary recognition from Activision Blizzard. And it looks like that's all we have for you folks. Now we're going to move on to Ready Mail. If you guys are interested in sending us Ready Mail? Here's how. So we want to know your feedback, your thoughts, if you have any questions you may have for us, sending us Ready Mail under the subscriber, leaving a voice note over at anchor.fm backslash play, or even by sending us an email to readymail at mpplay.com. Who knows if we even be featured on a future episode or even a special Ready Mail segment of the show. So, let's see. So thank you guys so much for making the Empire Plane part of your day. We should join our community server over on Discord. Try to enter the exclamation Discord in chat now. Guys, we're trying to unlock subs over on Twitch and we need your help. Share the channel with your friends and family. Like literally just follow us when we go live. Hit the notification bell and just look if you must because every little bit helps. Literally all we have left are the views and you supporting us will definitely go along, will pave a long way for us as well. And we are trying to to bring on more guests onto the show. And in uh, February is Black History Month. Well, we are going to be highlighting black, black voices throughout gaming, tech, entertainment, sports, even the music spaces as well. So we're reaching out to creators as we speak. And once we get somebody official, somebody uh, that we're going to, uh, we'll have that. We'll, we'll relay that message over to you guys on our social channels as well. So be sure you're following them and play on Twitter, Instagram, join the Discord server as well, and we'll, 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 we'll get up-to-date announcements. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. And and uh, Spotify did release a new feature where you could uh, give it, where you could rate a podcast. So be sure you follow if you guys aren't already subscribe, follow and subscribe to the the, the plays. Uh, they play over on Spotify and just give us a, a rating, a five star rating, which will help us reach reach out to even more viewers and even more people. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Have a great one, and until next time, folks. 